Welcome to the Tales of Strength and Resilience podcast, where we explore the boundless dimensions of strength and resilience. Join me, your host, Modoni Waigwa, on a transformative journey as we delve into the very essence of these profound qualities. We will unveil the multifaceted nature of strength and resilience in heartfelt conversations with extraordinary individuals. We will empower and enlighten through these inspiring stories, triumphing over adversity and discovering transformative lessons embedded within. Get ready for today's episode where untold stories of inner power and tenacity await us. Let's begin. Hey there. Thank you for choosing this podcast and for listening wherever you are in the world. Leadership entails embracing risk by positioning ourselves at the forefront. As leaders, we must shoulder the weight of responsibility, and it is this very responsibility that forges our resilience. Accepting the role of a leader is paramount because one can always opt not to bear the burden of leadership. Reflecting on my formative years, I I recall instances when I hesitated to embrace the responsibilities of leadership. Nevertheless, I made the conscious decision to assume the mantle of leadership. Our guest today, Muhumza Faizo, similarly embraced leadership from a young age. He resides in Uganda and is a professional technologist, an educationist, and a leadership mentor who currently serves as co-director, chief technology officer at MTA Computers, the developers of AfriMed, a healthcare ERP, and Teleka, a financial inclusion software solution. Muhumza is also the founder of Imperial Junior Schools. He sits on USAID Uganda's Youth Lead Advisory Board. Muhumza is a former chairperson of the Young African Leaders Initiative, Uganda, and the current president of the U.S. Exchange Alumni Network. Muhumza was the lead organizer of the inaugural U.S. Exchange Alumni Impact Awards sponsored by the U.S. Mission Uganda. Let's listen. Welcome on to the show, Muhumza. Thank you so much. Thank you for hosting me. So who is Muhumza? Muhumza is a proud son of Uganda, a social entrepreneur in Kampala, Uganda, uh, with interest in education uh, under Imperial Junior Schools, and also a co-director in uh, at a technology company called MTA Computers. MTA builds technology solutions that help people in terms of uh, healthcare uh, service provision and money and financial inclusion uh, provision. Mohumza uh, serves as the president of US Exchange Alumni Network in Uganda, a position he got since January 2023. And as of now, he participates so much in uh, community work 
but if he spends most of his time reading, researching, and helping people. Thank you. You know, you've you've explained, you've you've described yourself, and I'm like, wow, he is doing so much. And the question that comes to mind for me is, have you always been someone that puts yourself out there, like you you are willing to take the risk? And if not, how are you able to become this individual that takes takes on responsibilities and is willing to put themselves at the front line? Thank you once again. I'm a firm believer in uh, the saying that it all falls and rises on leadership. So I've always wanted to, to take responsibility, to be the leader. Uh, every time I see a community problem, I want to take charge and uh, taking charge in a way that is not uh, maybe arrogant, in a way that makes other people accept my leadership. So I'm a risk taker because many times uh, it's not easy to lead without taking a few risks here and there. I like so that. Mm -hmm. Continue. That's how, yeah, so, yeah, so that's clearly how my resilience uh, has been uh, growing because when you're a leader, you have to take responsibility and responsibility makes you a resilient person, especially if you accept it and have accepted it. Thank you. I like how you're saying if you accept it because truly there are sometimes the moment to rise up as a leader, you can actually refuse because of the the weight of the responsibility and also because you don't want to stand out. And for me, I remember myself as a young girl finding myself in different leadership positions and I would shy away from them because I didn't want to accept those responsibilities then. But as, as time went by, I realized that I have to exactly. accept these responsibilities because the people around me are seeing the leadership potential within me. So it's time to rise up. So as you were growing up, did you always know that you will you would be a leader? And did you have people around you who embodied strength and resilience? Yes, I think two people uh, around me, uh, my mother and my father, are two people I saw take on responsibility. My mother was a health worker and my father was a businessman. I would see them take responsibility in what they do daily, 365 days in a year. And I've, I don't remember seeing any one of them complain. But also when I entered school, I remember these teachers who were so good to us. I, want, I, I should say so good to me, uh, always telling me, uh, you will do good, you will be a leader, you will please work on this and that. I have two teachers I fondly remember in primary school who sat me down and told me, you're going to be something. And when I, so when I entered secondary school, I always thought I, I am going to be something. So I would participate in every election and for the record, I won all elections that I participated in in secondary school. So I was always a leader at secondary level. When I entered university, same story. So 
it started coming natural that I want to be the team leader. And that's how uh, taking lessons from my two parents and the teachers that I met in school and some strangers who really met, uh, met me when we are trying to, to, to think, to trying to, to be creative as young people, university going, and they would want to hold your hand. So never underestimate, never underestimate the power of strangers uh, as you walk your journey. I like how you've mentioned never underestimate the power of strangers. Because sincerely, we don't know who's seated across us and we don't know who can give us access to the next opportunity that we are seeking. And one of the things that I'm learning is to recognize that each individual that I meet has a story within them and they have overcome many challenges and they are strong and resilient. So with that in mind, what does strength mean to you and resilience? Uh, such an interesting question. Uh, but for me, uh, the strengths I feel natural, the strengths that are, I, I describe is the ability to keep fighting, to keep dreaming, to keep the hope alive, to the ability to understand that the future is brighter than the past and keeping at it but also the ability to show up daily. If you say you are going to do something, strength is in the, your ability to show up daily, to keep at it. Sometimes the opportunities come to the people who have showed up. When you stay home, when you stay wherever, yeah, the opportunities may just pass. So for me, that's strength. And uh, strong people eventually become resilient the feeling that I can survive this, I survived the, the, the situation before, I can survive this too, but we're gonna do this, we are going to achieve this. And yeah, doing the magic by putting in the actual work, the actual hours, attending all those meetings and, and delivering on what you promise you will deliver. You know, when we keep showing up, sometimes we get really tired. And I'm looking at your bio where you have founded many initiatives and now you are the sitting president of the U.S. Exchange Alumni Network. And I remember when I was applying for YALI, year in, year out, I would just get, no, you haven't made it. No, you haven't made it. And I was like, why? Why am I not making it through? But eventually I did in 2018 for the Regional Leadership Center. And one of the things that has stood out for me as as you've been talking is that when we show up and keep showing up, the opportunities will come. So how do you encourage someone who's facing a challenge right now and they're wondering, I'm showing up, but I keep getting rejected. I'm showing up, but the opportunities aren't coming. How do you encourage them? Yeah, one is uh, we get frustrated for doing a mistake of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So many times when you show up, you need to change the colors. Mm. You need to adjust the way you show up. 
you need to 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 the same the person who showed up last year shouldn't be the same person this year and the next year as a person you have to keep learning by when you learn first you have to accept your allow yourself to learn because most people refuse to learn uh, because sometimes it's ego you want to show that you also know everything which is impossible especially when you're a young person you want to allow yourself to learn now when you learn chances are you're going to show up in a different way talk differently express yourself differently maybe pitch differently but also write differently uh, so that means the same person is showing up but in a different way now chances are and the reasons why you couldn't make it last year is uh, 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 now in your past you fixed them so this year the person who's showing up it deserves the chance but also because for example in uh, workplaces when you you join a company as an intern a graduate training if people keep saying your skills have changed over time they start saying no this person deserves a promotion this person deserves to to now go on our payroll this person if we lose this person it will be a bad move you can even uh, threaten your manager by the i'm going to leave because you know you have grown you have changed and you are a new person talk about these applications sometimes we apply without uh, giving giving in our best we just wake up log in and apply the next when we receive a regret message if we are not for lack of a better word arrogant enough and go back again to reapply you realize you maybe this time you're more careful i i remember joining yali with someone who said i was in court 17 so i joined with someone who said he had applied for 17 uh, 17 times wow and they they were able to make it on the 17th time so for someone who wants to give up for someone who feels challenges uh the message is don't do the same thing over and over again uh, expecting different results keep changing but also don't uh don't think you're the first to experience those challenges people have gone through those and they have made it if that can't be an inspiration then it will be hard to for you to be inspired 17 times you know i'm just thinking you apply again and again and again i think somewhere along the way i would have said it's never that serious i am not going to apply <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows the person was so committed to you know the application process and wanting to be part of yali and it's really admirable that they they yes. endured and they were resilient through it all you know we may be sitting here having this and maybe i can tell you something sure go ahead the same person having applied for yali 17 times so he learned how to 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 to, to apply well when he is applying for something so while at yali when we were still at yali 
he had just applied for a master's in the USA and he got it. So he had the good news while we were at the center. Wow. And he, he left for his master's. Yeah. And it's amazing that we can overcome challenges. But at the same time, I would want whoever is listening out there to know that even if you face a challenge, you can overcome it. But one of the things to become comfortable with challenges is becoming comfortable with failure. So for you, is it okay to fail? And what are your thoughts on failure? Yes, I think it's very, very okay to fail. And that's one of the lessons they never teach us in school. Uh, Failure is one way to tell you you can do better than this. You can do better than this. And if you 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 like you said if you get comfortable in a good way say yeah it's okay i'll 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 try again tomorrow i'll do it better yeah. for example in a business you start up something and you don't get customers you keep failing at it you you can't market it you can't do your books so you fail only to maybe to realize that the reason why I failed, maybe I didn't have time. So I need to create time the next time I'm starting a business. Two, the reason I failed, I didn't even understand the project. I, I wasn't technical enough. So I need to get a partner who is technical enough. Or the reason I failed, I didn't have the money to do the business. So maybe I need to go through uh, the process of, of looking for investors if and and if people if I, I if i do appreciate my idea it means i can pitch it out there and have other people invest in it so failure is just one way to tell you you're doing a mistake here you can improve it and you can do better than this and personally i want to say i have failed many times i i i can't lie that i have not failed many times like many other people. Yeah, you know, when we think about failure, you're just like, oh my goodness, I went through that, but yet here I am because I learned through that mistake or I learned through that challenge and and I rose up from that moment of adversity. And, you know, sometimes we may see people around us who are quote-unquote failing And sometimes because of our immaturity or lack of wisdom, we may shame people because they're going through low moments. So how would you help someone who is surrounded by people who are shaming them, um, rejecting them because of their low moment? Wow. More reason for, for, for safe spaces, like they say. More reason for for inclusive education uh an education system that tells others that it's okay not to be so good in mathematics mm. yes. it's okay to have a different accent yes. it's okay so also in most cases like you said lack of immaturity the people who actually do the shaming in most cases need more help than the person they are shaming. 
because they they don't know they they don't understand because we at 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 one point at least all of us test low moments they might come in in different ways but we all test low moments so really why shame someone so also the other thing is uh mental health education like i said those people shaming someone who's doing their who's who's at their lowest someone who's failing sometimes they also have mental issues and they choose to take it to take it on to on, on someone who who's who's actually suffering so organizations worldwide governments hospitals should prioritize uh, mental health support to people otherwise uh, without mental health care without uh, uh, inclusive education uh, many people will keep failing and the system will reject them the system being the dna of what people thinks what people believe how people treat failure in a certain district in a certain county or in a certain city or in a certain uh, ghetto or country at large because there are societies which uh, uh, are which are built to help people be resilient and that's 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 something that every one of us should participate in but most importantly are uh, the, the 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 development partners governments and leaders at whatever level thank you i agree with you creating safe spaces where everybody can support one another we can build the capacity for resilience within each person be it at the family level community level government level or at the world and it's it's something that we can work towards and as you said earlier it's something that can keep the hope alive when we are working towards creating safe spaces for ourselves and for future generations so with that in mind what else would you want to share with someone who's listening to this conversation so that we can wind down this conversation thank you so much maybe uh, as someone who speaks from kampala i want everyone especially young people in africa to remember that we have countries to build communities to build and an africa to to build uh an africa that wants to sit on the table like many african leaders have said but we have to show something we have to be resilient enough we have to build a culture that 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 supports africa free trade we have to to change the way we think the way we do things and yeah maybe one day we shall live in a really great uh, continent but also i'm not saying it's not already great but i would want to see it thrive and that can only be done by local people in all african countries especially the young generation thank you so much 
I couldn't agree more. Let's keep fighting. Let's keep hope alive. But as Muhumza said earlier on in the conversation, when you keep on showing up, continue changing the colors so that you can be recognized for the opportunity that you're seeking in that moment. I invite you to carry the lessons learned in this podcast into your own lives, embracing your inner strength and nurturing resilience in the face of adversity. Let's forge a future where we support one another and celebrate the triumphs shaping our journeys. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more inspiring episodes that will continue to ignite the flame of strength and resilience within you. Until next time, I'm your host, Modhoni Waigwa, bidding you farewell, but not goodbye.